episode number 404. Working with a company that's evolving your platform, that owns the platform it's writing websites on and constantly servicing that like is key for any small business. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hop, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello, and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, Too Tall and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you some value, some entertainment, and some joy in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, not only are you, are you going to think about your business different if you are in the martial arts and fitness space and, and needing to really think about displays and how you can use them and lead generations, how you can actually get new customers, but this applies to anybody. If you have a business... In general, we need to talk about how to get leads, keep them consistent, nurture them along the way so they don't just get left into the woods. Oh, I got 500 leads. Oh, who's followed up with them? No, uh, no one knows. Uh, but you've also created a, a, a podcast too. So we're going to talk about that with, uh, with a business buddy that you guys both have seven figure businesses. But take me back uh, uh, because we're getting into a conversation, folks, with Mr. Houston Goodwin. Houston, are you ready to be real? I am ready to be real. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, so take me back into your story. You're, you know, when you're when you're first getting going, did were you always interested in business? Were you always like running businesses, or how did this evolve for you? Yeah. So I mean, really, business is where my passion is, right? So that's what I've started in. That's what I've always had a heart for. I started selling vacuum door to door when I was 15 years old, and I've kind of been entrepreneurial ever since. Um, and so you know. The business I'm currently running, we we service the fitness industry for the most part. Um, but really, that is just an avenue to do what I love, which is to impact people through business. Because you know, one of the things that I believe at the core is one of the best things you can do for someone is give them a good place to work. Mm-hmm. So I have my business, 30 employees. That's what we do. That's where my heart and passion is. And then also, I get to work with you know thousands of local businesses all over the U.S. and help them develop their skills to give people good places to work because. That's really what drives me. That's what gets me going is I think uh, good places to work solves a lot of problems. Yeah. I always think about that all the time when you're like writing checks or payroll and you're sending it out. Or I honestly do it a lot reflectively at uh, 1099 time or the end of the year when we're paying out wages and we kind of reflect on the total that someone received from us uh, that year and to see it grow from when they started. You know, maybe they're just a contractor and then they turn into a more of a full time thing. And when you really think about it, Houston, it's a blessing because. Your idea, your hard work, your motivation every day gives them fuel to provide their life. The you know, yeah, there are other jobs out there. Let's just be real. Of course, there's jobs, but at the end of the day, you help them live, and uh, and 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 it's a beautiful thing because they help you. You know, obviously service the business, do their do their gig, whatever that role is. But a lot of times we forget that as business owners, and I think that's a good reflection um, every day because sometimes the days are not easy. I, I know that. Yeah. Uh, so tell me the epiphany of this business um, with the display business. And we'll get into the podcast and we can co- talk about uh, more of, of your insights as well. But man, take me into this business because it sounds like an incredible idea. Uh, what was the epiphany? What was the epiphany specifically around the fitness uh, industry? Yeah, look, so the basis of our business is we help attract strangers in small businesses, communities, and get them to become members in their gyms primarily. So we're pretty niched out. I think there's a lot of value if you're starting a business and picking picking a niche. 
specializing, becoming an expert in that because the lingo is different. What works is a little different for one niche than the other. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, what we found is every day there are people in any city that are looking, in our case, for fitness solutions, whether that's martial arts, whether that's private classes, whether that's group classes, CrossFit, kickboxing, you know, you name it. Right. And what we found is typically the people who are most passionate about providing the best services in those industries, they're very good at that and they're very bad at their marketing. Mm. And so the people that they're losing out to are the people that only look at it from a business side, they're, they're turn and burn, they you know, bring customers in, they get the money up front and then they you know, don't really offer a great service. Right. So we came in and said, hey, let's partner with these businesses. Let's help their community find out about them. And then when their community finds out about them, let's set their website and their online presence up in a way that causes their community to take action. So first step would be, you know, to be a lead and maybe book your first appointment. And then there's lead follow-up and things like that. But that's really our bread and butter is we connect local businesses to their community through a software like platform that we've developed. And so are the uh, businesses then using the software on their own or do they work with you kind of in tangent or how does that, that part? Yeah, so we're full service. Um, so we, you know, mostly, most time we find like it's full-time hire to stay up with like SEO trends and Google and all the stuff that most people's eyes glaze over when you start talking about it. And so I have 30 staff here in North Carolina and, and we're full service. So we're a, a SaaS model. So we offer our software as a service. They pay a monthly fee, typically way less than just building a website from scratch from someone. Right. And then the lifetime of their membership with us, they enjoy the benefits of our updates and services and are, are keeping them in the know. Right. And so it's, it's a, Forgetting, you know, forgetting the most important thing in a business is continually cash flow in the business. Like, right. we found that in 2020 is that yeah. you know, when, you know, your business is now being forced to shut down or other things and you can't pivot quickly enough. Or in some cases, some businesses did were able to pivot quickly. Some of our restaurant clients were able to hop on DoorDash or pop up a Shopify right. or, you know, able to quickly pivot. But many weren't, especially in fitness and things like that, too. Was that a big challenge as well? Because I know that hurt a lot of our, our clients and businesses as well in the fitness industry as well. Yeah. So look, March 2020, we had 1,300 clients. They all shut down yeah. in some capacity. Right. Uh, they're all month to month. And so certainly it was a scary couple months for us. Right. Um, but luckily, there's a lot of help that we provide and a lot of things we do. And so we really had to change a lot of our thinking through all right, if we're not providing leads as a service, what are other ways we can bring value to our clients mm. um, to keep them happy, like happily paying that bill, right. uh, specifically because they could leave at any time, right? And so um, certainly March to April of 2020 wasn't fun from a numbers perspective, but luckily we bounced back in about eight months um, nice. back to post March numbers. But yeah, it was certainly like rough waters. And, and one thing that I'll say, because we we're pointing out to this, because you know, if you own a fitness business, this is going to be really relevant. But frankly, this is relevant for a lot of businesses. We just happen to niche out in fitness. But the principles that we put into place obviously would go far beyond anyone that's looking to attract their community and get them to either purchase what they offer or come visit their you know location or whatever. And, you know, one of the reasons we picked websites and one of the reasons why we were able to weather the storm of COVID so well is look, Facebook ads, and we have an agency component. I have a whole brand that we do, you know, Facebook, Google ads, things like that. And that's really good. But I found this kind of like where what's sexy right now in digital marketing and what people need to understand. And what I think is really interesting for our business model is, 
you know, when you go out to someone on Facebook or Instagram, you're finding people that maybe aren't sold on your solution that you're offering at all, whether it's fitness, whether it's a service, and you're offering a hook to say, hey, this may be worth trying. But right now, if you own a business, there are people in your community actively searching out for your services. And so if your website presence, your SEO, the conversion for how your website is and that funnel isn't set up, you're missing out on free money that never stops coming. Where with Facebook, the moment you stop paying for the leads, they go away. Right. right? And so I think it's a, it's a really important distinction that we make. That's why our agency component is completely under a different brand. It's called Everflow. It's still the same mm-hmm. you know, company and under me. But, um, but you know, with the, with the website side of things, if, you, like, if you're a small business, if you're looking to attract your community, like, that is the place you have to own in order to be successful and dominate your market. Dude, it's for sure. It's for sure the win. And also, all, the biggest thing lately is like websites even being mobile friendly, like something so simple as that, too. Uh, yeah. Many times you stumble upon websites that are not even mobile friendly in 2022, you know, and, uh, you know, we're on our phones now. I mean, people are making transactions happen. You can buy $1,000 packs of cards right on your phone on whatnot or eBay yeah. or wherever, you know, and so come on, baby. I mean, let's, 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 uh, you know, some of these businesses, it's great. And some of them are very large, you know, that are, yeah, and got most traffic is mobile. Exactly. Like, what is it? Like 67, 80%, depending on the, the surveys, I've seen anywhere from 60% to 80% of all people basically searching for things is mobile on some sort of yeah. mobile device or iPad or, you know, Google glasses are gone right now, but maybe eventually it'll be the virtual, you know, put some little, you know, little lens on your face. And, uh, but the bottom line is, is you're so true is that, if even they get to your website and they don't know what to do next, the website flows not right. There, there's no action to trigger anything. That's what you also see next is, hey, I could spend $5 million in Google ads or Facebook ads or influencers or whatever. What happens when they get to your site? Right. Yeah. And that's really important. So once you start attracting your community, then you have to convert them, you know, convert them into leads first and then leads turn to members and you can't like skip the process. Um, and yeah, so we get over 600,000 visitors to our sites every month. Nice. And the last quarter we looked and like 72% were mobile. Um, so mobile is king right now. Um, so you got to build on mobile first. It's got to, you know, act on mobile. And, you know, one of the things I do, I travel and speak um, and talk about websites. And, you know, what I want to talk about to people is what you should be expecting from your website in 2022. Mm-hmm. We happen to be a how you could accomplish that. But certainly there are other hows out there. But I meet business owners all the time and their website is a headache. It's that mess in the closet that they haven't looked at in a year. They know there's a problem and they have no idea how to fix it. And so working with a company that's evolving your platform, that owns the platform it's writing websites on and constantly servicing that like is key for any small business. Um, and, and, And it just removes that headache of I'm not a computer guy. I don't know what I'm doing. And your website doesn't function because it's actively hurting you at that point every second that it's up. Yeah, you're not getting any of the, the the benefit of the organic search results that are out there. Yeah, and in 100%. many cases, you're, you're you know you like you said you're shooting yourself in the foot for even simple simple changes um, on the website. And that's why having a team, having this software as a service model, is the new model of the future, guys and gals. Uh, as we know, uh, you know from Salesforce and just so many great companies built this way. Uh, and, and, and obviously at the end of the day, we all have challenges. That's a the beautiful thing about marketing. I know since I started working at ABC television with the Disney company is challenges since then, that is since 2006, it was broadcast and it was Hulu's coming. It was Netflix and oh, we're going to do ABC.com. And then 
Your boy said, I'm going to do social because that was the next big thing that happened. We don't know all the things that are happening in 10 years. We can't just predict the next big website or app because we don't know. It's like it could just be something that just right. pops up on this tomorrow that's like, oh, it just trends and boom, and it's, you know, the world changes from it. But most likely, a lot of these things in the past will still be here. The, you know, and the strategies, like you said, it, it's so important to do, uh, not just spend money in advertising, but what your website's doing for you. I think that's the most important thing you could be spending money on. And uh, what is the price points, do you mind me asking, uh, so our consumers can kind of listen to you? Uh, is there a yeah, price sure. point? So, yeah, so we're at 340 bucks a month. Yeah, that's very fair. That's price very point, fair. Yeah. Absolutely. That's very fair for a business owner. Um, and then do you, how, how is the process? Like, what what do you think right now, just to give our little list, our listeners a little, uh, a little hook, baby, is, uh, you know, what, what, what would you consider a good offer at this point, you know, right now? Cause there's so many different offers, you know, I could say the yeah, best so, offer is I'm going to lose you a hundred million pounds tomorrow, you know, or something, but, but yeah. it's just curious. I'm curious to, you know, hear that because you obviously see a lot of businesses in this space. Yeah, for sure. So hooks and offers are really good for like Facebook ads, Instagram ads. Cause again, you're going to people who aren't necessarily looking for your solution. So you have to shock them with something that's like, you know, I always say picture the guy eating a cheeseburger and you see a boot camp lose 20 pounds for $20 or something like that. It's like, I wasn't thinking this morning I was going to do that, but I'm eating a cheeseburger. I'm looking at myself. I should do that. This is worth it. Mm. But with websites, hands down, and this is probably true across like a large amount of niches and a large amount of businesses that sell services, right? Not products. Right. So e-commerce is different, obviously. Um, the first thing you want to do is you want to tell them to just request more information mm. because what you're wanting to do is a lot of, you know, business owners will say, sign up for this trial, you know, uh, you know, book a call, do this and, or call us is the worst one. Like then you're right. asking them to do something. Right. You want to lower the barrier. I would say number one rule in small business is never make it hard for people to give you their money. Mm. So when someone gets to your website, if you want them to give you their money and you know that you're going to have to pick up the phone and call them to sell them on the value, you know, you're not giving your prices out. It's not click to call or you need them to come in. The first thing you do is say, you came to this website because you're interested. As soon as you see enough information to say we're the place to be. So that's like having a good first call is the first thing you see, making sure it's mobile optimized, making sure it shows where you're at, what services you offer, who you offer it to and what benefits they're going to get. Right. The next thing is, the next page they go to is the reviews page, not testimonials. Again, testimonials is good for hooks. Look how much weight Joe lost. Right. Reviews says, you already sold on the service. Let me tell you how great this place is that offers it, mm -hmm. right? And then maybe the third page is they go to the, the staff and they want to see faces and they want to read about your bio. Gotcha. But each one of these pages, everywhere you go, you're asking one singular question. Give me your information. Request more information. And it's name, phone number, email, not... Name, phone number, email. How did you hear about us? You know, do you want to sign up for a newsletter? The minimal amount of things that you need. Love then that. once you get that, then you can go for a, get a free t-shirt if you book an appointment in the next 30 minutes, or if you text us, or do you want to buy this trial now? Because what we found is when people put like $20 trial up um, before they put their request more information, maybe they sell three. But if they put their request more information up first, maybe 10 people fill it out to start to buy the trial and only three finish the mm. checkout. Right. And so now the business has all 10 of those people, has not just the three that follow through. Right. And then they can set up automations or sales processes to get them in the business. So for sure, 
the minimum that you want is name, phone number, email, and just a simple like request more information, not get started, right. not sign up because it's too, it's asking too much. You're asking, you're just you're asking to get a relationship without, they don't even know if they want to even right. talk to you. They don't even know if they know your boy, two talent, or you know your boy, Houston. They want to just see what's up. They want to see, get right. some more information. If it's a, you know, send me something, send me something with the least amount of, like you said, work on their end. I think that's so true because a lot of customers want you to pick up the phone. I mean, I, I, I have to run a social media agency. That's a, why, how can we get more phone calls? I've been hearing that all week. I swear this uh, last couple of weeks, how can we get more phone calls? Well, you can run a million dollars in Google ads. I can't guarantee that all the phone calls are going to be legit. I can't guarantee anything. Like, cause you said it's obtrusive marketing. It's not necessarily, yeah. I mean, Google's a little bit better than Facebook and Instagram in that you can do some targeting based on keywords. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Google keywords is different because that's for the inbound searches. For yeah, sure. yeah, it feels like it's there a little bit more through the process of you know in the in in the interest of like let's say at the gym instead of you're just on Facebook and you see a dude with a burger. Where Facebook, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram are great by branding that way, but it, it is it's hard. It's hard to you know figure out the conversion on that. But outside of that, um, even if even if you run those ads, who wants to call somebody? You know, like right. you said, and so I think that. It's really a good point. I'm even thinking about this myself. Like we need to go through our websites and uh, think about this because it's so simple as well as I'm even think about this for customers because let's just be real. The least amount of information, folks, name, phone name, number, and email as he's saying. Three fields. That's it. That's all you need. Don't ask for more. Don't ask for why you need our services. Don't ask for what your budget range is. Don't ask for your social security number or something crazy like that. But, you know, you see these forums, they get in depth um, yeah. because- it's more important for you to get that that first, obviously, contact information capture, and then you can do the drip. You can hit them with a lot of different things down the road. 100%. So I love that, dude. So important. Um, thank you for that, because I think that applies across the board, everybody here, no matter what type of business you're at. Um, a lot of times yeah, specifically, we, overthink, yeah, go ahead. we overthink that. I think we overthink the contact forms. Yeah, you know, people come to me all the time and say, well, this new bill's in, in Congress looking to get passed, or they're going to break Google up, or they're going to do this, or, you know, what's next? What's next? It's like, look, at the end of the day, there are always going to be people in your community interested in your services. And there's really three ways right now they find those services. They either ask a friend or family they trust. So that's how you build a referral network. So applicable in any small business. The second is branding. Like if I go to the gas station, buy a Coke, it's because I've seen Coke commercials my whole life, not because I saw an ad. Right. So I know Coke, that's very hard for small businesses. It takes a long time. Um, but then the third way is they go to Google and they search solution near me. They look at your Google, my business, your reviews, they look at your website, all of that set up. Right. And you need all of that pointing um, to a simple solution, which is give me your information. Hmm. And then you can go to the next. And one of the cool things that we do for our clients is the second, because, you know, eight out of 10 of the searches, the leads that come in, they're searching on their phone. Right. So the second they submit their information, our business owner's phone rings and it's an automated message from us that says, hey, you got a lead. Are you available? Press one. If they press one, it calls the lead's phone within 10 seconds of them pushing the button. Wow. And so then people who use that because everyone gets spam calls every day. So people are less likely than ever to pick up a random phone number. Right. But if you call them 10 seconds after they submit the information, it's almost like a curiosity, like no way this is real. Right. I just submitted the information. No way this person is calling me. And people that take advantage of that, they freaking smash it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, that's great, dude. 
That's great for business owners because obviously they're all, everyone's busy too, but say you do have, even if you're a top level CEO or whatever your, 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 uh, your role is inside the business and you, maybe you're slammed, but then there's times you're not slammed. You're at five or 10 minutes. You get a, a phone call. Hey, you got to leave T Huff, uh, you know, close it right now. Let's like you immediacy oh, is I, everything. Yeah. So I use this as a party trick cause I don't do sales calls, um, right. but if I'm out at a show and we're at like, you know, out at a bar or out somewhere and it's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night and a lead comes in. I'm like, Hey, watch this. I call them. They always answer. Cause it's in the middle of the night. They're awake. They're wondering why the heck you're calling them. And I almost always close them right there at the bar because it's like, they're so impressed. You pitch them on how you did that. And then it's, it's, it's great. And so, yeah, if you're not available, you have a missed call. They're none the wiser. You just do a normal follow-up. So it's really like, if you can do 10% of those leads, you're in a good spot. Yeah. And I think it just adds an extra benefit, obviously, to your solution for that 340 that they're paying, that they know they're actively getting, you know, this is active, uh, real time. When we started our business, real time, baby, these are real time leads. And you're also able to close them in real time. And it's seamless for you, seamless for everybody, you know? So, wow, that is cool. I love that, dude. I think that is incredible. I think that is, uh, that in itself is, a standing feat to be able to create that technology or also be able to offer that because I, I'm sure it yeah. be difficult to create. Um, but now on that, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? I'm ready. He said, I'm ready. We ready, baby. Let's go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple, Netflix or YouTube? Ooh, YouTube for sure. Yeah. YouTube, Instagram or Facebook? Uh, Facebook for now, probably Instagram one day. Facebook. I have a lot of pressure on Instagram. Yeah, I know, right? Like, come on, go to IG. Oh, Facebook owns them all, guys. I say, hey, Facebook owns them all. Don't worry about that. Chicken or steak? If you're thinking steak. about a good meal, steak. Yeah. If you had to run out the door right now, which would you grab? Laptop or a smartphone? Uh, laptop. Laptop. Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Spotify. Man, they got content is unbelievable on that platform. Uh. I just see them. I even see them going in and taking on YouTube at some point. You yeah, know I, mean? I mean, like, why not? They're moving towards it. Yeah. Once the bandwidth and once every, I mean, I just feel like that, you know, they have a good opportunity, a shot at that. Um, and why not? If you're a curator, why would yeah. you not want to put them on both, you know, movies or video games? Neither. Neither, he says. He uh, said, no time for that, baby. We're working on the business. What other, what other things do you do for fun then? If you don't do movies or video games, what other things do you do outside of? Uh, I mountain bike a lot. I really enjoy biking. I play chess. Ooh. And then I uh, I hang out with my wife. Love that, brother. Mountain biking. That's cool. Just so you have some uh, local areas out there that you can go out and quickly go uh, get to? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like in the Blue Ridge Mountains in North Carolina. So we got a lot of good trails right outside my door. Dude, the Blue Ridge Mountains. You guys have a beautiful uh, sunsets and uh, beautiful sunrises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. When you're thinking about diversifying the business uh, or your investment, stocks, real estate, or cryptos? Uh, stocks is heavy. Crypto, no real estate right now. There we go. Keep it liquid. Keep it liquid. And uh, yeah. reading books or listening to books? Uh, reading books. Reading books. And if you were to take a vacation right now, we're done. We're out. No more work. We going on a vacation, brother. You deserve it. Uh, you and the wifey, where are you going? Where are you going? An ocean or a lake? It depends on who wins the argument. I would pick Lake. My wife would say, insist on the ocean. So right, because you on... like the mountain biking. You like the trails and the trails yeah, yeah. and things like that. Well, you yeah, got to find some sure. happy medium where there's like mountains by the lake by, or, you know, lakes yeah. by the oceans, baby. So you can get built both right there one day. 
Yeah. Uh, in Hawaii, Hawaii, they got a lot. They got some diversity of lakes and oceans and kind of yeah, there you go. lagoons and things like that. Uh, and also, you have a podcast. Give your podcast a plug and talk about it. Talk about your podcast, my man. Yeah, sure. It's called Bros Before CEOs. Uh, it's on all the major platforms. It's me and a college buddy. We both run companies and we just get on. We read books every week. So we started a like, book club together. And we bought some podcast equipment. So we discuss things that we're learning in the books and how we apply them and what goes well, what doesn't go well, what we struggle with and what we're learning. So it's been really fun. I've enjoyed it. We, you know, we just started six months ago, uh, but it's growing and, and yeah, we really enjoy it. Bro, that's amazing. What kind of businesses does he run as well? Just so, just so we have a little context. He is in a, um, he's a project owner. He's a product owner for a, uh, a large software company now. Uh, hey, so hey. More, more e-commerce. So I do this, the service side, he does the e-commerce side. Nice. You guys have a lot of, of uh, obviously, uh, with Shopify and so many things you can do now with websites. Yeah. Literally take orders. I mean, we shop, We had to pull up a Shopify with our sports car business um, because of Network, which is an online shopping platform, uh, kind of had yeah. that integration for us. And uh, it's incredible. I mean, once you can just pop it open, you just put your inventory on there. I mean, it's just so easy for business owners. And if you don't have that, obviously, um, you know, you're missing the ball too on obviously being able to make sales uh, right through your website for anyone across the world. Uh, And and obviously e-commerce in itself with Amazon and Ebays and all these places. It's just incredible what these people are doing. Uh, So the two, the combination, uh, we're going to put the, find the, find that show in the, uh, and put in the show notes. We're going to find the link and put in the show notes, my man. When you're waking up. Yeah, absolutely guys. So we're going to make it easy for you. So hit the show notes. We'll put it in there for you. A um, couple more last questions for you. When you are waking up for your day, why do you love being you? Getting ready, getting pumped, getting energized. Why do you love being Mr. Hugh? I love the impact that business has on people. Like that may sound corny, but like today we got, uh, I just announced, I've been working for six months on a new lease in a downtown suite office about all the furniture moving ready, like super trendy. Wow. And I've been holding this for six months. But today I got to tell the whole team, surprise them. I made a video, I take them out. And like, so like all week, that's what I've been waking up for. It's like, how can I get this in place to be able to tell these people? Because they're going to have a much better experience at work. Right. And so that's what gets me up is what can I do to impact the people that, that are trusting me to work for me. And it's incredible to watch your business grow, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. This that's the one of the, and also obviously your customers too, because it's twofold. You get this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you're doing your job right, my boy's closing deals at the bar, baby. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. That's a good, that is a classic bar trip right there. Uh, uh, and closing them too, baby. Not just, not just talking to them, but closing them. Do you think you'll ever retire from the game of being a CEO, being an entrepreneur, running businesses? Uh, one day I will retire. I want to do a, uh, like start a, a fund for startups and then sit nice. on boards and help, you know, help startups one day. But that's a long way away. So not anytime soon. A long runway. We got a long runway. Long That's a, that, that is one of the most fun, impactful things to do uh, is to be able to help other businesses. Yeah. I remember. Uh, yeah, other young entrepreneurs. I was listening to like the interview with uh, Rogan and Mr. Beast, and he was just talking about how he could like literally take anybody and with a certain amount of ideas, put run them. I mean, where they could be making a significant amount of money because yeah. of the arbitrage of the of of what he's done, as well as like yourself, the arbitrage of your knowledge uh, and skills and team that you can actually make those things happen. It, 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 he's just an interesting guy, but Mr. Beast uh, puts out some really good stuff out there. Uh, yeah, and great. He's from North Carolina as well. Yes, he is. I was about to say he's from the NC, man. And he's building like huge studios. And I mean, he's like yeah. becoming like um, 
uh, a true production house. Uh, he was talking about how he takes his videos and turns them into other languages, partners with like a, a huge star in that city. Uh, like, so if he goes to Mexico, he'll get like a huge Spanish star and they'll, they'll be the ones that overdub his video. It's just really smart. Uh, and then he's making an agency to do that for other YouTube creators and, uh, you know, making businesses on top of it because obviously the arbitrage is the viewership leads to whatever the hell else you want to sell. I mean, if you got fi- 51 pe- million people selling, he's selling chocolate bars. And I mean, whatever that, if you have that many people watching you these days, that's the power. Like yeah. viewership, like Rogan yeah. or like that is the power. And then plug and play whatever you want to put here. And I mean, really, you, you're probably going to do all right. Now, obviously there's going to be challenges. You're not going to win. Yeah, it's a huge asset. But he, but he, the cool thing about him is he's actually given a lot of the, his insights out. Now you're going to have to do the work because it ain't easy. Yeah. You got to go edit for 80 hours and you got to, you know, you got to do the actual hard work, which we know as in business, like to create 37 display, it ain't easy, baby. This has been a, a long journey and it's still a journey because you just upgraded. You're going to continue to grow. I mean, it, it's constantly growing and evolving. Um, how do you start your day? Would you have a, a routine on starting your day? Um. I, I'm supposed to start, like I get up, I have a Peloton in my garage, so I go work out on the Peloton. That happens go. hopefully more days than it doesn't. Um, but if not, maybe I get stuck in, in emails. And then me and my wife try to have at least half an hour to do breakfast and unwind before we start our day together because uh, it's harder in the evenings to make sure we get that time. So try to wake up a little earlier in the time for, for family. Right. And do you do, so do you do the Peloton? Uh, do you do racing? Do you compete? Do you compete against other riders or just or just solo? No. Uh, it's just there's so many good people in peloton and i'm very competitive and so it, it's only discouraging to me so i i ride peloton so i get the suck out of the way in the garage so i can have fun on the on the mountains in the weekend so true and also it helps you obviously with uh with your uh, cardio for the endurance yeah, that it takes sure. to mountain bike right? and easy to mountain bike mountain biking is not easy folks and it's scary as hell too coming down some of those things uh, you got to be safe baby i know some friends that are in the dirt biking they love the mountain biking as well because it's like the same thing. You're going through these trees and boom, wham, 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 wham. Uh, it's incredible. Um, the bikes themselves now with these big tires too. We were at the ocean and they a lot of these cool new bikes now are the uh, the motorized bikes too. You see yeah. more and more. My neighbor has one. He hits the river over here. He he's like, hey, go take it out. This it, this is haul, man. They're like going 30, 40 miles an hour. Just the uh, the motorized bikes. Couple more last questions for you, my man. Before we roll, is there a skill you're trying to master right now? Uh, like personally, I'm trying to master not. I'm working on chess a lot uh, nice. like as a hobby. So, so that's one. Um, but then, honestly, like running a company is complicated. And I told someone the other day, like every time we get a new client, every time we make a new hire, it's the biggest company I've ever run. Right. And so that's that's what my head is down. You know, a majority of my waking hours is how I can lead people better, how I can relate, how I can grow, how I can make good decisions and learn from others. So uh, that's a. a a, a lot of skills collective, but, but running a company is the skill that I will be in for the next several decades, probably uh, mastering. He's master, baby. And it goes along with chess, too. It's uh, making those strategy plays. And, uh, and I, I, a lot of times in business, too, you have to just adapt. Like you guys had experience uh, with 2020. A lot of business had experience with 2020. Adapt and evolve, you know, and, and, and get stronger and grow and get better. And honestly, sometimes you aren't, but then you just take it and learn from it, you know? And so uh, that's the thing we're all going to take out of this. I think, Uh, hopefully, is there a favorite app or a tool on your phone right now that, or in the business that you just love using? 
on my phone, I, I really, my phone is email, social media, and chess. Um, so I'm learning TikTok. I just got a TikTok handle. I got a team. We're going to start doing a social push in April nice. uh, where I start posting. I don't have a Twitter, you know, or TikTok. So now I have a Twitter, a TikTok, Instagram. So I'm learning the social game right now. I'm, I just watched a bunch of Mr. Beast because it's fascinating how he got all the success. He's from North Carolina. He's young. Right. So they've been diving into social influencers, which is a little outside of my like normal uh, repertoire. But like you said, attention is an asset. And so uh, I've been diving into TikTok lately to like learn the trends and what makes people watch and what makes things go viral and things. And so um, social media has actually taken a much higher presence in my life in the last 30 days while I've gotten this team around to help me start putting some content out in April. Yeah. Cause the key is going to be for team. Cause you have, you're busy as well. So that's the key thing I've seen in, with being consistent, like on anything with talking to customers and consuming and, you know, I want to get to this many people. I want to go there. Okay. We can do that. You got to start working baby, because it's part due to you and then having a team to help, you know, and then, but it's, it's so true. You don't know what's going to be. It's a job. It's a full-time job. And honestly, a lot of times these people do not get paid that much for what they actually recoup. You had the blessing, yeah. my man, to already have the bag, if you want to call it that. Like we, a lot of us entrepreneurs, we figured out a way to get the bag. It's hard yeah. to hold the bag. It's hard to keep the bag. It grows. It's small. It shrinks. It, you know, you, you, you see your team grow and you see these so many blessings from that. But your blessing is going to be my band your, is that you, this is, you can do this for fun. It's a side project. It's not your yeah, only yeah, thing. Sure. And you have all these analytical, like the analytical mind and you know how to read statistics and things like that, that you can see kind of uh, and read. But the big thing I think is just keeping that viewer watching every second. Yeah. Like, every, like in a TV commercials, like when we were talking, we're talking with McDonald's when we we're talking to them, making a $200,000 commercial every second, they want to hold your attention there, you know, for that in broadcast, you know, now wow. more now that was like, that was 15 years ago. Now it's like every freaking millisecond. Right. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, so, Whatever that is, I think it comes down to editing. And I think it comes down to just constantly bam, 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 bam. And then there's a hook at the end, a payoff. At the end of Mr. B's videos, every single one, a homeless guy gets $100 million. Hey, this gets this. You know what I'm saying? There's a payoff at the end. That's the big thing. And the he, a big thing he's doing now is the person that basically wins the prize is actually a sponsor. So like yeah, Coca-Cola gives... A hundred million, uh, build you a Coca-Cola house with a hundred million Coca-Cola's in it. You know what I mean? And so that's the payoff is he's actually the advertiser. So yeah. smart, ding, ding. It didn't probably always start that way. And obviously he's using ton, big budgets. I mean, he's talking about spending four or $5 million on the squid game thing. And just, we're talking insane production budgets, but I think that can all be scaled down Houston to anything, right? Like I think it could be scaled down to a thousand dollar business, a business wins a $10,000 you know, business makeover, those things still work. You know, I think they really do. And you find out what the consumer likes from you for what you want to go and who you want to influence yeah. and just test and play, you know? Um, yeah, that's the biggest part is you just have to be consistent and throw stuff out all the time, every day, because if you, because if someone likes you, like they listen to, you know, I'm, I'm going to look you up after this, right? You're, let's go. All right. What's your content been like for the past year? Like, do I have stuff I can consume if not you kind of forget but if it's Absolutely. like oh i got a ton of stuff to watch and he's coming out with stuff every single day yes. then that's how you pick up and that first period which i'm about to go into is just a grind of like talking to nobody uh for a while is what it sounds like but you do that the time on task over time is what gets results right and so it's like you got to just put the time in 
It's just like the podcast. You just forget about the numbers. You keep recording shows. We're coming up on 400. The numbers that are delivered each show now, a million times different than it was when it first started. We were just, we were just going. So you just forget about that and you just move, baby. You just create, yeah. create, create, create. And I think even if you're a bigger influencer, you don't, you don't forget that because you don't get to the top, even like music stars. That shit is short-lived, baby. There's another hit maker coming out right next, unless you are constantly hitting. That's why I always give Taylor Swift and, you know, some of these top artists that J- uh, Justin Bieber constantly making music, you know, and evolving too, making new music, different types of music. And uh, because it's hard, it's hard to do. It's hard to stay on top. Uh, last question for you, my man. If you could sit down and chop it up to a steak dinner, who would you want to sit down with today? Oh, uh, Jordan Peterson. Jordan. Oh, he has an incredible story. Incredible yeah. story. I feel for that guy too. Cause I've dealt with addiction and I know what that feels like. I've lost friends from opiate addiction. Um, and it's such a hard thing to do. And he's such an incredibly intelligent man too. And, yeah. um, I love the way he speaks. I don't know. You could feel his, um, vulnerability in his voice. Something about that. I really fall in love with too. I really like Jordan Peterson, man. I would love to be on that conversation. Let's go, baby. I'm going to be a, fl- a little fly on the wall of that steak dinner. Uh, where is your favorite place for people to learn more about the business and just request some more information about the business? We're going to get request some more information. Okay. about. It's just nine, seven display.com. So number nine, number seven display.com. Nine, seven display.com. Please. Uh, you guys, please check that out today. Uh, because not only have you built an incredible business for yourself, 1300 clients, you know, lots of good, positive reviews, but you get you, dude, you've given us some really good value today, including, hey, change your form, guys. Uh, make it less complicated. If you guys get one major thing out of that, I think that's a huge value point. We're going to put that 97 displays, and we're also going to put the uh, your podcast in the show notes, my man. Folks, I really appreciate you, brother. And like I always say to all my guests, the world is full of abundance. We're going to continue to grow, continue to evolve. You got today to experience your growth by blessing your team being open yeah, for right. them. Hey, you get a new desk. Hey, you, I mean, dude, that's got to be the most incredible high you're feeling today. I know how it feels in a little way, but I can only imagine what you're feeling today. So I only want to continue to commend you, give you that fuel in your rocket. If you ever need any uh, joy and enjoyment, come listen to the show. Hit me up anytime, my dude. But folks, please check out my dude, Houston, because he's going to be on TikTok coming in April too. So we're going to put that in there. And uh, at 97displays.com, we'll put that in the show notes. Folks, you've been hanging out with Mr. Houston Goodwin and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The B-Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T-Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource. My business is giving back to local and small businesses. Through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now and take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. 
um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us, realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out, and we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.